You're listening to a 1FM podcast. And it's that time of the week. I've got him on the line. We're back in the studio doing it on a Friday afternoon. How are you going, Steve? Yeah, it's very good, mate. Now, we were just discussing off air about your bad cough and all that. Let's hope the weather changes around. There's too much pollen in the air for a lot of people. That might be your problem, I think. So, I know. Yeah. It's getting quite hot as well, so it's going to be a bit yeah. of a hot weekend here. Yeah, yeah. I'll just stay inside. That's what I suggest, but other people might seem to get outside and enjoy the sun while well we're I've got to do some so. work tomorrow so I don't know if I can stay inside but we'll wait and see what else is going on how are you well alright yeah okay go and enjoy the Glenn Maxwell show the other night that was very good yeah I could sense something was happening I knew uh, Afghanistan they had their opportunities and they let it slip I didn't know he'd do as well as that but I could sense something was going to happen yeah you don't give him too many chances I tell you he'll make you pay he made oh, them pay alright yeah what an inning it was worth looking at again. I think I'll have to have another look at it again. It was just unbelievable. But there we go. But sometimes very people are very critical of 2020, and that's fair enough. But Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, well, sometimes it's just, just something comes out of the box that makes us say, oh, well, there's probably a place for it. But anyway... Mm. Anyway. Uh, I enjoyed it at quarter past three in the morning, I must say. I don't think I recovered until the next in the morning afterwards, actually. But anyway, that's all right. Yeah, but we're getting it down now. I don't know if anyone... And stop India. Highly unlikely. Yeah, but we'll wait and see. Well, well the pressure's all on them, though. They haven't lost any. They haven't That's lost true. Any That's true. And um, the pressure's all on them. Not only everyone's expecting them to win, and it's good luck for whoever plays them in the final, I reckon. Yeah, but uh, we'll wait and see. It looks like they'll be playing New Zealand now in the first semi, so... Yeah, I reckon they'd not win that, probably. I know, but I remember they last played in the semi at the last World Cup, and I thought India would beat New Zealand easy, and look what happened, so you don't know. No, that's right. All on the day. Yeah. But anyway, who are we talking about musically? Well, musically, we're talking about the Righteous Brothers today. Ah, one of my dad's favourites. Right, okay, not one of yours. Oh, yeah, they're not bad. I don't mind them. I don't like them as much as my dad likes them, but they're very good. No, that's good, all right, that's fine. Okay, well, let's go. Well, Bobby Hatfield was born on the 10th of August 1940 in the Placebo Dam in Wisconsin, and Bill Medley was born a few weeks later, actually, on the 19th of the 9th, 1940, in Santa Ana, California. So I should just mention that they're obviously not brothers. They're definitely not brothers, no. Let's let's get that one out of the way. In case for people that may not know, they were not brothers, that's correct. Now, Hatfield moved with his brother to Anaheim, California, when he was four years old. Now he attended the high school there and he played football and baseball and he was co-captain of the basketball team. He graduated in 1958 and his passion for music led him to pursue a singing career. Medley, on the other hand, he sang in a church choir. His parents had a swing band and he cited Little Richard, Ray Charles and B.B. King as his early influences. They, he formed a singing duo called The Romancers with a friend called Don Verduccia. And they actually began to write songs. They had two of their songs recorded by the Diamonds of Little Darling fame. Now, they then formed a group called The Paramours in 1960, which became a six-piece group. And they were then signed to Mercury Records, a Mercury Records subsidiary called label called Smash. And they released several unsuccessful singles in 1961. This is a familiar story, like a lot of our people get off to a very slow start. Now, Medley and Hatfield actually first met by a fellow by the name of Barry Willera 
who was in both medleys and the previously formed Hatfield Band, which was called the Variations. Now, they formed a five-member group using the Paramore name, which did not have a lot of success, and eventually Medley and Hatfield were left to perform as a duo. We've seen this story, and, uh, and I'll tell you a bit more about it in a minute. They were often told they sounded like Afro-American gospel singers, and after Afro-American Marines remarked that they're singing, that's righteous, brothers. They then adopted the name. <laughs> That's funny. That's very clever. And that was said in an interview by either Medley or Hatfield in an interview I saw on YouTube. So that, that information is definitely right. Now, their first charting single was a song called Little Latin Loop Loo. And that was released on Moonglow Records. They had a 49 on Billboard. They regularly appeared on Shindig whilst opening for the Beatles on their first US tour. Now, all the while they were doing opening for the Beatles, they were feeling fairly unappreciated because naturally all the audience wanted to do was see the Beatles. Now, Hatfield is a solo artist. He recorded a song called Hot Tamales, T-A-M-A-L-E-S. I'm not sure what that is, from the Moonglow label, but it did nothing. Now, in 1964, this is when things started to happen. Uh, they performed at a stadium called the Cow Palace near San Francisco and met a fellow by the name of, very familiar to all of us, Phil Spector. Uh, yes. Whose group, the Ronettes, were also performing there. Smart now, man, but a horrible person, but yeah. Quite quite correct. That does have to be mentioned because he is an influence to Yeah, yeah, so he was a uh, musical genius, but we won't say much the re- about the rest, him. The rest of, no, the rest <laughs> of him I think we prefer to forget about, really. Yeah. Now, he signed them to what he called the label, who's called his Phyllis label, P-H-I-L-L-E-S. So right here, I'll just do a, a quick discography because there's not that many songs that these fellows had, but uh, probably worth mentioning now, the history. Now, You Lost That Loving Fella, 1964. That was one in the US, UK and Canada. Just Once In My Life, which was nine in the US and six in Canada. In 1965, Unchained Melody, four in the US, 14 in the UK and nine in Canada. Ebb Tide, five in the US, 48 in the UK and five in Canada. You're My Soul and Inspiration, which was one in the US, 15 in the UK and two in Canada and Rock and Roll Heaven, which was three in the US and 25 in the UK. I'll mention Bill Medley, as we know, came out and did another couple of songs with a lady person. I'll mention that particular part later. But just going back to Unchained Melody, the first song person I can see recording it was a fellow by the name of Al Hibbler, and that was in 1955. There's another person called Roy Hamilton. There was Vito and the Salvations, which is an up-tempo version of it. Now, of course, Elvis had a version. The Platters had a version. Now, there was a movie, Josh, which was called Unchained. Now, that was in 1965. Don't know. It was Barbara Hale and Chester Morris. Okay. No, I didn't know too much about it. And evidently there's been another one in 2021 also called Unchained. I think the original Unchained, the song is in that particular movie, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I can't even find it on IMDb. What was Unchained? Unchanged. From 1965. Well, I've got 1965. Oh, it was a 50, 1955. Ah. Barbara Hale, she was in Perry Mason. This is when the original version of the song was sung by a fellow by the name of Al Hibbler. And whether he sang it in the movie or whether it was on, on the movie, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. So it sounds like it was. It's in the trivia here. So. Okay, right. All right. Now, getting better, there's a discography anyway. There's not that many songs here, as we well know. But Spectre arranged to do with Moonglow, allowing him to record and release songs by the Righteous Brothers in the US, UK and Canada under his own label. 
Now, all the previous songs recorded under the label featured Afro-American singers, but Spectre was a fan of the brothers, as what he called blue-eyed soul sound. Now, he commissioned husband and wife to a Barry Mann, songwriter and musician, he was, and Cynthia Wheel, W-E-I-L, to write a song for them. You've lost that loving feeling. Now, this song, amazingly enough, became the most played song on American radio and TV of the 20th century, with more than 8 million airplays by the end of 1999. It's oh, amazing. Amazing amount of times. Just Once in My Life and Unchained Melody both reached Billboard Top 10 in 1965. And the latter was actually produced by Bill Medley because Phil Spector was only meant to be an album track. And Spector was really only interested in recording the singles. So he left Medley to do the album track, but it actually became a single anyway. Ebb Tide, which is an old standard, it goes back a long way. That reached number five with Hatfield soloing both it and Unchained Melody. Mainly to restore some balance with the duo, Emily, because Medley's voice appeared strongly on their first two hits. They appeared in two 1965 films, which was called A Swingin' Summer, and that was Record Welsh's first movie. Yeah. And... And then James Stacey was in it too. And Beach Ball, which was Ed Burns. Okay. And Ed Burns was in 77 Sunset Strip, which was an old detective series. It actually became the first rock and roll group or duo to play the strip in Las Vegas at the Sands. That was a big achievement. As with a lot of the producers and singer relationships, this one wasn't much different. The brothers signed with Verb uh, slash MGM, leading to a lawsuit and payment to Spectre uh, of 600000 because Spectre was... He wasn't a nice bloke, but he ended up suing the Righteous Brothers in a, in a lawsuit and, and actually winning that one. Anyway, uh, and I think the brothers actually sang the song under a different label, too. I think I, I'm pretty sure that was the story was. Now, You're My Soul and Inspiration by Man and Wheel was not completed until a request from Medley had the song finalised after the brothers had moved to Verve. Medley produced the completed song and it quickly became their second number one US hit, uh, very much in the same sort of vein as uh, you've lost that love and feeling. Now, a couple more top 40 songs followed, but by 1968, it's quite often happens the duo split when Medley decided to go solo. He recorded a few songs on different labels, and Hatfield teamed up with Jimmy Walker, who was a, a member of the Knickerbockers, and, but neither venture proved overly successful. And would you believe, in 1974, they reunited. Well, there you are, making the announcement on the Sunny and Sure show. Now, Hatfield at this time was broke. I don't know how that came to be, and Medley wanted to reject the stress because of his solo workload. So they released a song called Rock and Roll Heaven on Haven Records, which peaked at number three on Billboard, and several more minor hits followed, but only re-releases of their old hits made the chart, as is quite often the case. Between 1976 and 1981, they stopped performing as a duo after Medley's first wife died, and he had to look after his young son. Now, touring intermittently after this time, they recorded a 21st anniversary celebration concert in 1983. Medley, in 1987, and most people will relate to this, duetted with Jennifer Warnes with I've Had the Time of My Life, which appeared on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack and topped the Billboard charts and actually won a Grammy for the best pop performance by a duo with vocals. I must admit, I've only seen the song a couple of times. I thought it was very, very good. You've seen the movie, have you? Uh, no, I haven't seen the movie, actually. <laughs> oh, well, you're not missing much. Just watch the scene it's in. Yeah, I think I've watched it on YouTube, I think, and it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Now, 
Unchained Melody, which of course featured in Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, oh, which yeah. we released and reached number 13 on Billboard and number one in the UK in 1990. The duo then re-recorded it for Curb Records and both versions were in the chart together for several weeks, which was a first. They re-released the Best Of CD, which earned a double platinum rating. They toured extensively throughout the 90s and early 2000s. But then, unfortunately, our friend Mr Hatfield was found dead in a hotel room in Kalamazoo, Michigan, on the 5th of November 2003, prior to a concert. Mm. And an autopsy showed death from heart failure brought on by cocaine use. Now, after this, Medley did some solo work and occasionally singing with a screen projection with old film footage of Hatfield in the background. Actually, she decided to revive the duo, calling on a fellow by the name of Bucky Heard to replace Hatfield to do 40 shows in Vegas from March the 23rd, 2016 to November the 8th, 2016. Now, they are still touring this year, would you believe, and early next year in the US. So they're still going on. I think Medley's 83 and now. The Righteous Brothers were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on March the 10th, 2003, and the Vocal Hall of Fame in 2005. They had two Grammy nominations, one for You've Lost That Loving Feeling in 1965 and a re-recording of Unchained Melody in 1991. Now, Bobby Hatfield was married, had four children. Bill Medley was twice married, two children, and still going strong, as I mentioned earlier. At 83, still performing pretty well. I heard one of his shows on the and at 83, the voice was still pretty good. So that's about it. That's not a long story about our friends because they didn't have a lot of hits but they certainly made an impact while they were around that's for sure my choice will have Unchained Melody first that's specifically because my wife is sitting next to me listening to it and it does happen to be her favourite song but we better have that first and then give the other ones after that Josh thanks. yeah and it's one of the most played songs of all time so here it is Unchained Melody and there we go, and, and played once more on the radio. There we go, yes, that's right, that's to the record. Now, you've lost that love and feeling, of course. You're my soul and inspiration, and the Jennifer Warnes one with Bill Medley, the time of my life, I think we'll have those three, Joy. Yep, we can do that, and anything else you'd like to add? Not really, no, I think that they're deserving of being on our show. I think certainly had a, a unique presentation of their songs, I must say, and I related to them for the very short time that they were around. <laughs> yeah, well, the very very short but sweet but thanks Steve and anything else guess I'll catch you next week you certainly will I've actually just completed next week's one to half an hour before you rang me up so it's quite a big one next week uh, we might be going for a little bit longer than our 20-25 minutes I think next week but we'll see how we go right. I'm warning you in advance yeah okay but anyway anything else uh, that's it mate good luck to the Aussies in the cricket and that's about it and more fine weather although not too much north wind I think that'd be better for people like you and plenty of other people I know so yeah. stay healthy and I look forward to catching up next week mate. Okay all the best take care. Have a good one mate all the best. Thanks see ya. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast